0: welcome to another sessions on life i'm josh and today we have a special guest today in the building i'm gonna let him introduce himself but let's talk to our host
1: hey i'm ubi Entewo, and i'm glad to be here again with you guys and as you know this is our last episode on the series baptism so uh today is uh personal stories of, of personal impact so we are looking at the impact of baptism and we have our guest here, who's actually just going to be sharing his story of how um, baptism, both water baptism in the name of Jesus and um, spirit baptism, has has impacted uh, has has impacted himself has impacted him. And um, yeah. I'm just going to go with Josh, and you know, let Jeremy just go ahead and so introduce him to himself. the podcast. Yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> welcome to me. Sessions in Life, bro. Thank you for yeah. having me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, my name is Jeremy Barbary. Um, I've been married for four years to my lovely wife, Whitney. Um, I just finished Bible school. Congrats, so, bro! Yeah, I know. Right? If you hadn't said that, I was gonna
1: bring that up. That's a big deal. So, yeah.
2: pastoral ministry through a Trinity a yes, College yes, of Seminary, yes. Bible College Seminary. Yeah. So, uh, and I have a stepdaughter. Um, been married for four years. I said that already. And my birthday is gonna be. I'm 39. I'm gonna be turning 40 this. Oh, Friday Oh, the big four. Oh, yeah. This Friday. Congrats! congrats, yeah. congrats. Yeah. I'm that's not right. looking forward to it, though. Bro. <laughs> hey, Trust me, it's better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the thing is, I stopped <laughs> celebrating them um, I love that. right after I turned 30. After okay. 30. I was like, forget about it. Yeah. I don't
1: care. No, Jeremy, trust me. You're going to love 40, man. Right. The 40s are where it's yeah. at.
2: Yeah. Well, the good thing is I yeah. still feel young. So it hasn't hey. hit me yet.
0: I don't exactly. feel old. Oh, I still exactly. feel young. Yeah. Exactly. So.
1: I think more than anything else, you know, feeling young or old has just has to do with your mentality. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can wake up Your mentality day.
0: and mobility. Uh, e- well, mobility has <laughs> a lot <laughs> to do here's what with it. <laughs> I was
1: actually going to say, you can wake up every day in the morning and your muscles are kind of worn and your bones are cranky but you still feel young at heart yeah so at the end yeah. of the day it's really yeah. you know i think to a certain degree it has to do with your attitude right that yeah that's what's true. that saying about your attitude determines your altitude yeah right yeah. so yeah bro. my grandma used but to say uh, you're
0: only as old as you feel, feel
1: yeah so I've, I've been in the 40s uh, you know i'm in my mid 40s now yeah and i'm i love it more than any other time in my life so It's welcome, welcome to the club. Yeah. Well, the best
2: part about it, I feel like the older you get, you get a little bit wiser. So so exactly, (laughs) yeah. uh, Exactly. Starting to catch up.
1: So nice. I must say though, we um, actually I connected with Jeremy just a few days ago, Mm -hmm. so I must say thank you so much for coming on on short short notice. You know, because sometimes you know being invited to come on a podcast without maybe weeks of notice can can seem really intimidating, oh, yeah. but you know. But oh. when you're a theologian and you're fresh out of Bible college, you're like, "Yeah, bring exactly it on, man!" <laughs> <laughs> well, well, exactly, you know. So, but no, thank you so much, Jeremy. really appreciate it. It means a lot to me, and, um, and I know to Josh. Yeah. But um, as usual. We're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Now, I'll tell you guys something interesting, though. And Josh and I, we started laughing at this because um, when we met earlier today, I was like, you know, I didn't even ask Jeremy if he was baptized. And I invited <laughs> him, right? I invited him onto our last episode, um, Personal Impact of Baptism. Yeah. And I didn't even confirm that he'd been baptized. But I was like, you know, Gio, he's been a Christian for a bit. I'm sure he's baptized. Come to find out. You've been baptized twice. twice. Yes. So yeah. So walk us through that. How are you? Yeah. How are you? Twice baptized. Well. Yeah.
2: To be honest, the first time was I was a little kid. So, okay. And I didn't know what I was doing. It's just my parents told me that that would be a good thing to do, and okay. I, you know, I accepted the Lord early at a young age, but I had no idea
0: what it was. So. So what? What was young.
2: Oh, shoot. I probably was maybe like six, seven, eight, okay, something okay, like that. So okay. I, I didn't really have a concept of what it meant to like live for God. Right, and right. So it just the normal, like, you know, my parents did it. I'm going by what they tell me about it. Right. So yeah, yeah. it wasn't until like when I had to got to an age where I had to discover for myself. So in middle school, I really got started to discover who yeah. Jesus was for myself. And then I got baptized again when I was 19. Okay. So yeah. part of the reason why I, I waited to do it again was because I had a fear of water. So <laughs> so part of that was like, man, sometimes you. they be dunking people and they be struggling. I'm right. like, y- y- y'all holding them down too long. But <laughs> the other so,
1: so you thought you would die to sin and never resurrect your yeah, th- th- life, th- right? that's my fear,
2: <laughs> man. That's part of my fear. But no, yeah. the other part of it was like I really wanted to get a better understanding of what okay. it was. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I wasn't, like, I I believed in it, but it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, I need to find out what it means to me and not okay. just do it just because of just someone because, said right. I should say it. Yeah. And I think that's, like, the most important thing is, like, in the journey when you walk in with the Lord is just discovering, like, for yourself and, like, yeah. and be yeah. curious and to be mm-hmm. willing to ask questions of why and then do the research and discovery for yourself. And I think in that, that's when you really, like like get to know Jesus for yourself. Yes, cause you get absolutely. at that age. I mean, that's my one challenge. What I tell people when they get ready to go to college or to get younger, is like, you know, you can't live off of like what your parents or someone else told you about Jesus and yeah. other people's experiences. Cause that's what a lot of people do yeah, is yeah. you go to church yes. Sunday to Sunday and you living off the pastors or the speakers experience and you living off those crumbs for the rest of the week until the next Sunday. But it's something about when you actually try to find out for yourself. I mean, cause that's what it says in the Bible, right? Yeah. you seek, and you will find, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. But it's hard to keep that same energy, yeah. man, when it's not yours.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is, and and it's hard to like. You only can go so far when you're living off of somebody else. Somebody else's. else, yeah, absolutely. So it's it's something about it when you discover, you know, like when someone first gets saved, and the, the the excitement, the passion, and you know, if you've been saved for a while, you start to kind of like if you start to relax yep. a little bit, yep. and you be around that person, and it's their passion like almost invigorates you. To, like one of like, man, I forgot this fun to fall over Jesus. Mm -hmm. So it almost like inspires you to go deeper just by seeing them changed. So with baptism, I mean, that's kind of, how it was that journey for me discovering it yeah. and realizing, like I was talking about in Galatians uh, chapter 2, uh, verse 20, yeah. it's like that that whole concept of that was what gave me a deeper understanding of the baptism, yeah. you know, that, you know, I'm being crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who Christ lives, lives in me. me. And that, you know, the, the, the life I live in faith through him is because he gave his life for me. So yeah. that understanding of that concept of it like help me be able to understand that with uh, the ba- water baptism. Now,
1: every time I hear that scripture, it's just mm-hmm. it's just fresh powerful. yeah You know, yeah, it's, yeah.
2: And I paraphrase a little bit; it wasn't word for word, but That's, still, was it the main concept? We, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's
1: powerful. Um, so, so, so I got to ask you this because I've heard, um, you know, I've heard a number of people testify to the fact that they were baptized when they were kids, or they made a commitment to Jesus Christ when they were kids. You know, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight, and that at that point. They understood the commitment they were making, and you know, like they they understood, and they and they had walked with Jesus since. But that so. But what you're saying is, in your case, that wasn't true. No, like in your case, you're like, no, I really didn't have an understanding of the gospel no. or of Jesus. It was more so just doing it because my parents.
0: Yes, absolutely. Had, now, but well, that's the, the case a lot of times, though. I think yeah, yes,
1: absolutely. No, I'm just I'm just saying that I've yeah. I've come across a number of people. Mm-hmm. Who say no I made a commitment to Jesus Christ when yeah. I was really young six seven eight mm-hmm. and then th- at that point I really understood what I was doing right now that mm-hmm. that's
0: amazing when, yeah. when you're that young when they you no,
1: understand you're, it absolutely yeah right so I was I was just I was just clarifying I think that also
2: yeah. comes into like so that they're into right, that's like okay. what I was, just, what you know, I was about you, to are ask. Are your parents yes. really taking the time to explain to you? And, mm-hmm. and and some parents are really equipped in doing that, but not everybody is. So right. you yes. know, I think yes. I think that has something to do with that. And too. that that's what yes. I was going to
1: ask. Do you think it was just because you didn't understand, or was it that you know you lived in a family or maybe even a church culture that didn't do a very good job of explaining to their kids, hey, it's, yes. as you're getting baptized. Here is what um, it means.
2: Yeah, right. it was a combination of all oh, of both. them. Okay. And okay. I think, I like, I grew up in a Pentecostal church, too, so everything was really, like, spiritual, super, super supernatural, right. and mm-hmm. nothing was really explained. It's all about living for the feeling and the experience. And okay. that can be a good thing to some extent, some but degree, also absolutely. it can be... Uh, yeah. Uh, not that great as well because you, if you're not really taking the understanding to explain the why, the why exactly, and have some biblical foundation to that, then you can kind of go way on the far extreme. Right. So, so you were
0: raised in the church. Yeah, he was yeah. born okay. saved. Yeah. So it, right. It was well,
2: a- I guess was I mean saved. I would say I would say raised to the point that I understood. Like my parents like to give you a brief background on my, with my parents. My mom got saved when mm-hmm. I was like a little kid, and my parents got separated. And when my mom got saved, she prayed for my, my dad, and then they got back together again. And I wow. was able to watch yes, that to restoration that, that took yeah. place and then watch how God changed my dad. Um, changed my dad. Yeah, this mic is kind of. Yeah. Uh, he changed my dad, like, completely. Like, I've seen him do a 180 from, like, the person he was wow. and see God, like slowly changing the, the, they're just changing like his old uh, habits and him starting to like, you know, stop doing things that he would normally do. And then watching like family members see the change and then doubting the change and then, you know, <laughs> questioning it and still see him still pursuing Jesus. And right. still, like, you know, you make mistakes, yeah. you fall. Yeah. But yeah. to see them, like, continue to. Consistent. Yeah, so I got to see that close up, and I was like, yeah. So, so I, I it knew is. it was real, but it's like, it's something about it when you actually go look for it for yourself. You know, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. you, you got to love hearing those stories about, like, you know, like real stories of God affecting people's lives because yeah. it's like no matter how many times you hear it, Every time you hear it, like, you're just like, oh, wow, God is so incredibly merciful and gracious. You know, so when I hear you talk about, you know, your your dad, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, man.
0: And it's more than uh, just one of those uh kirk Cameron movies, exactly right oh no where you see hey don't, see, don't be knocking kirk i'm now, not knocking you know, know kirk you be, like, be bringing it yo. <laughs> he does <laughs> but like the movies are usually where somebody's getting prayed for it, and then you get to see god change, change that person yeah. mm-hmm. and so like to know somebody that that happened to like that's amazing that's incredible it's mm-hmm. more than just a movie yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, he, he makes those movies
1: so so fast forward 12 11 years later yeah right you're like age of 19 yeah and you're being water baptized again. Yeah. So what? What? What was that experience like? What? Um, number one, I guess. What made you decide to go through with uh, water baptism again?
2: It really came to a full circle because I I was going to Masters Commission and okay. for those who don't know what Masters Commission is, it's basically like a hands-on discipleship program. Yeah, and the one I went to, they, they're placed like throughout all the country at U.S. and also yeah. internationally as well. So I went to one in. Uh,
1: for, for the record, you know, I just found out that, <laughs> that both Jeremiah and I are actually alumni of Masters Commission. Yeah, right. Now he went to M.C. Uh, masters Commission in Rockford. Not in actually, Canada. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, in Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but we. I grew up in Rockford, Rockford, Ontario. Okay. But you went to, yeah. you went to uh, Mass Commission Canada. Yeah, I moved from Washington D.C. to attend. Uh, Evansville Masters Commission, so that's that was yeah. just really cool that two MC alumni did, we didn't even know. So we've got a whole lot of catching up to do, yeah. but yeah, we could we could trade stories. Yeah. I'm sorry for cutting your but no, I just fine. thought that was really cool. Okay,
2: no, yeah. so in Masters Commission, like if you know about that program, like every yeah. day it's like you are dedicated to spending time in prayer worship, reading the word, memorization of the word, and then you have teaching and then you actually go out and do. And do, yeah. And so, and, and it's within the confines of it, helping the church. So, and then you help out in all the ministries of the church.
0: So how long was that experience?
2: Um it's nine months. So I did it for two years. Um, and so in that process, I think my first year there, um, they were teaching about what baptism is and what it really means. And like, yeah. I, it started to click to me and I was like, okay. I'm submitting my life to Jesus. I want to like make this, it's not just a public uh, proclamation, but right. it's just like, it was just a personal thing. Yeah. It was And so it's something about it, It's like, God, this is something I'm doing for you. Like I gave my life to you, but I want to like solidify this. Yeah. It's like, this is like me saying to myself, self to me, between me and you yeah. that yeah. my life is yours.
1: In that's, a sense. That's, that's awesome. So. Yeah. So, 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 did anything spectacular happen at that moment, or was it for you just, okay, hey, I want to be obedient, and I want to, you know, make this personal commitment to the Lord through baptism? Um, was there a change from that point on?
2: No, okay. it, the, the thing that came from it was just a place of obedience okay, and peace. And like so, knowing that this is something that God wants. Right. Um, out of that, it didn't wasn't anything like super supernatural. It's more yeah. like of an emotional thing of just thinking about everything that God did for me, mm-hmm. and how He saved me from things and set me free from things. And so out of that, it's like I should just honor Him by yeah. doing this. So it was just kind of a like you know just a obedience right. thing. I mean,
1: especially recommending yeah. recognizing that this is what the scriptures command. That yes. if I believe, I need to be baptized. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Dude, that's awesome! I love yeah. that. I love that. I man, incredible. I, I, that's a lot better than what I I thought you were going to say. What did what you think, you was think gonna I was going to say? say? I oh boy! <laughs> I thought he was going to say I will learn how to swim. <laughs> like, because the first time he said he had a fear of water, I'm drowning. Yes, oh, yeah. I know. Hey,
1: hey, that that's that's logical. It makes right? sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: tried. It's,
2: it's it's not working <laughs> out for me, man.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: That's <laughs> no, that's a great story.
1: So, Jeremy, some something you didn't mention is that. Um, you're a member of a uh, Level Up Church, yes. which is a new church plant, yes. um, headed by um, our good friend Jeremy Taylor yes. in Henderson, Kentucky. How's that coming?
2: It's going Just, well. Yeah, I mean, we still—I uh, guess we moved past the initial launch. Okay, but I think we're still. Everybody's still kind of in that COVID mindset right. mm-hmm. online, so it's every week you never know who's gonna be there right so. yeah but yeah it's still going good
1: so so you know jeremy and i we talk a lot you know we fellowship hold each other accountable and um i think a few weeks ago he had mentioned that he has had you preach yeah on a number of occasions yeah i think that's really cool so have you had the have you had the opportunity to um to baptize anyone there Or just Mm -hmm. in general?
2: No, I haven't. Okay, so you've
1: you've never baptized a person? No. Okay. Okay. So, but knowing that um, you're basically in ministry, yeah, you went to Bible college. You graduated from Bible college. You're one of the you're definitely one of the leaders at level up. You know, walking alongside Jeremy. So, so we we can take it for granted that at some point in time you will be baptizing people. Yes. How are you? How are you going to? how will your experience or how does your experience and your understanding of water baptism at this point, um, how, how does that shape how you'll do it?
2: Oh man, it's,
1: and I know this, that we didn't rehearse this no, question. No, but it, it's, this, it's know, a great question. Not like because, we rehearse any of our questions anyway. Because I,
2: I think of it, like it's a huge responsibility. Okay. That's how I look at it because I think that baptism is something that is serious. Like mm-hmm. I think, I think the main thing is really explaining to somebody Like the importance of it and really making sure they understand what they're doing. Okay. Because I think it's really easy that if you can have people be baptized and not really understand why they're doing it. And if they're doing it just because they think that's something they're supposed to do. So I think that would be my main thing is really explaining to the understanding of like, do you realize what this is, what this Mm -hmm. simplifies? Okay. Um, and you're making sure that they're walking along with them, making sure they understand that. Okay. Right. So that that would be my biggest thing. But after that, it's like I think it would be excitement and joy about it. Okay. So, so I got
1: to ask: Are you going to baptize them in the name of Jesus? Or are you going to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? <laughs> oh, you just opened up a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore uh, that question. Yeah. Ignore, I just, yeah. I just, uh-huh. I just had to throw it out there because yeah. I, I think you know. I'm going to stop. Yeah. I, I've got a
2: tough I'm, question. This is where we start getting this, into this like where, yeah, uh, exactly. second things they that don't,
0: exactly, even, that don't no, really matter in my no, opinion. Exactly. No, no, I, have a, yeah. I have a tough question for you. So like you, you know how you see these young children come to be baptized, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, it's just simply asking a question. Do you believe in Christ? That sort mm-hmm. of thing. So like if you see that there's someone who uh, maybe is young or doesn't quite understand the magnitude of what they're doing, mm-hmm. like um do you feel like that that's your job to say, you know what, I'm not going to baptize you because well, there's still question. some learning to do?
2: Well, I think it would be important to have a discussion with the family, the parents, because obviously the parents, they, right. they had the discussion and they want their child to be baptized. So I think it would be more like having to sit down with the parents and, mm-hmm. and explaining them yeah. the, the understanding of that and making sure with the with the with with their child as well, they right. understand that. Because I think it would be wrong for me to assume that they don't. Mm-hmm. because I think that's a case by case cuz like right. you said like there's right. some kids that there's some it. kids that get it and know they know a yeah. lot right. about yeah. God and became, And 9 out of 10 yeah. times
1: that's because their parents have done a great exactly. job or so their that's church why leadership say, has done yeah. a great job of teaching yeah. them the gospel. That's why I say
2: mm-hmm. it comes it's important the parents. Right. I think that having that conversation first and then I think you would be able to navigate after that. Right. So,
1: yeah. So so if you were going to baptize a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um six seven eight you know like like you were mm-hmm. what what are three things that you think okay this kid needs to understand mm-hmm. um for you to feel comfortable baptizing them mm-hmm. do you know why jesus
2: came okay that's yeah that's i good think w- that do you know yeah, who he right? is um and then do you know that the sacrifice he paid for your sins okay uh making them understand that we all fall short and right. that we all have sins and that we need a savior Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. important. If they can understand those two things, I think that it you can kind of really right. navigate further along. So asking those questions and then explaining to them like what baptism means. Means, right. right. And and that going down basically means this is my old life is dying. And when I'm coming up, I must a new life in Christ. Right. And if they, I mean, I think I don't think it's super complicated. I right, think it's right. really easy. But if they can understand that and they can get a board, on board with that and say like I want that, yeah, mm-hmm. then I don't think you there's no reason for you to yeah. hold them back from. But that.
1: you're not gonna ask them to break it down like Tony Evans. No, no, no. I too. think I think yeah.
2: sometimes we overcomplicate stuff yeah. and we because we got to think like if you go into a college and theologically like. They're going to get in the weeds with that stuff. But mm-hmm. most people, average day, like you see every day, they're not going to be like on that level. Right. So, like, you got to break it down in the terms where people understand. And no, no, people probably not even going to care about the really deep stuff. Deep. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because if yeah. they're reading the Bible, it's like, I'm going based on what the Bible's saying. I'm not reading extra books on That's top right. of books to get. I mean, a lot I don't. Un- I
1: understand and I believe the gospel. Mm-hmm. I understand that I'm a sinner, that through Jesus Christ, I'm saved from sin and alive to God. And I understand that through baptism, I am now identifying yes. with Jesus and belief in him. Yes. That at the end of the day, that's it. We don't have to over, exactly. over-complicate. Yeah, I right.
2: think we spend a lot of time, time. over-complicating yeah. stuff. And, and it, what it does is just cause confusion. Right. And so if one side is saying this and another side is saying this, and it's like, well, who do I believe, you know? And yeah. so then I think you have to go back to what the word says. Right. right. And so I think that's uh, more important than theological then,
1: right yeah. then going to the theological depth mm-hmm. or technical
0: okay so talking about like uh, baptism right so give me your take on uh being baptized with with the holy spirit like mm-hmm. um, so oh, boy I, yeah i've been yeah. <laughs> i've been in places right yeah. where they say yeah. that uh once you're baptized that you have to speak in tongues and mm-hmm. and show these signs before you uh they know you have the holy spirit what's mm-hmm. your what's your take on Uh, Baptism of the Holy Spirit.
1: All right, guys, buckle up, put on your seatbelts. We're about (laughs) to take off because Jeremy. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm just going to say, put on your seatbelts and get ready (laughs) because.
2: Well, you got to understand. I grew up in like a Pentecostal church, right? So my understanding of what the Holy Spirit was kind of really, kind of almost like a spooky, like scary, like almost like it was just basically tongues. And then mm, also right. like the laying of the hands and just seeing people falling out or being cast out like demons or whatever. Right. Yeah. So like that already kind of like had a weird context to it. Um. So I I came up thinking that it was just about tongues mm-hmm. and then that was it. But as I began to do like get older and do more yeah. study, it's way beyond that. The whole, I think that's just like one aspect of it. But I mm-hmm. think sometimes we glorify that one aspect of it. And we don't really hold the Holy Spirit in the regard that he needs to be held in. Right. Right. So we know that like in John chapter 14, where it talks about that when Jesus said that he's going to send a helper, which is the Holy Spirit. Right. And we know that he says of another uh, another one another helper. So in the Greek, where alos, basically, which means is another of the same kind. kind right. mm-hmm. So if that means that he's not any lesser than that, so basically he's taking over where Jesus left off. Yeah, right. So yeah. we know that he's our helper. We know he's our advocate, our counselor. And we know he's our teacher. We know that like he brings stuff to our remembrance when we forget. Right. So that's what the Holy yes. Spirit. It also you see in Acts where he, it says that the only thing. That really, that Jesus told us is to be witnesses. Yeah. And yeah. that the Holy Spirit would come upon us and give us power. That power is boldness, that power is being able to persevere. Uh, you see the huge change in the disciples that when they got the power of the Holy Spirit, they weren't the same disciples they were right. when Jesus was present. Mm-hmm. You know, like they just, there was a different, they had a different um, swagger to them than before. And they they persevered and and they had it just the Holy Spirit was just there for them yeah. in so right. many different aspects, so I think a lot of times we can just limit the what that what the Holy Spirit is. Yeah. But yeah, going back to like growing up, um, so I like I would fake it. You know, with the tongues. Oh, wow, Because, right. I mean, yeah. growing up, yeah. they put such an emphasis on, like, you had to be able to speak in tongues. Right. And if you didn't have it, it almost felt like you felt like you were less of a Christian. Yeah. So, I mean, at, at some point, I kind of just faked it it Mm -hmm. that i had tongues but it wasn't until i was
0: like
1: later and i remember going to services
0: like it was a whole service dedicated to yeah trying to get the holy ghost right yeah
1: okay so so i just you know i i I think it's i think it's only fair Mm -hmm. that that i say this right Mm -hmm. that that you have some very that within the pentecostal Mm -hmm. tradition that you have some um What's the word? You have some uh, corporations. You have some fellowships mm-hmm. that are more on the sober end. Right? Yeah. Yes. You know, I, th- I think there's some identifying marks of Pentecostalism. I think one is you know speaking in tongues and believing the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and the manifestation of the power yes. of the Holy Spirit. I think those are just hallmarks of Pentecostalism. Yes. Mm-hmm. But as it, as it has to do with um, you know the more outlandish expressions and worship Mm -hmm. right that that within the pentecostal tradition that you do have fellowships and corporations and networks that tend to be on the most sober end Mm -hmm. while still not denying and while still seeking to see that power expressed and manifested especially in their worship gatherings Right. So I, you know, I, I you know, because sometimes, you know, it, it, I just, I feel like it's unfair. Yeah, right? yeah. And, I, and when I say that, I'm not, not meaning... I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that you're being unfair, no, but right? I, because I also... You, you I have, have f- to speak to your experience. Exactly. For yes. real. You have to speak to your, yeah. your experience. I don't feel like you're being unfair at all. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, I just think that it needs to be said or prefaced mm-hmm. with, hey, this is my experience. Right. That doesn't, don't hear my experience and think that this is true of every Pentecostal. Exactly. Because <clears throat> Pentecostals are brothers and sisters. And I yes. think it, yes. We do a disservice where, when we come across a brother or sister and they say, Oh, I go to a Pentecostal church, that we immediately see them a yeah, certain way. Right. You know, because right.
2: if you think about it, there's spectrums on all. On all. Absolutely. Way. So like, and Absolutely. like if, you know, if i experience and you've experienced uh, mm-hmm. other churches where you've been and it's like one of them on the far end and then yeah. some of them are a good balance of both right. Right, right in the middle. And I think that's the good part to be a balance yeah. in the middle. But like when I
1: like when I come across, you know, sometimes when I come across brothers and sisters who say they go to a reformed church, yeah. right? I'm like, well, there's a tendency for me to think of them as, well, you go to a church that's just very... You know, very theologically astute, yeah. but you guys are not emotional. You know, guys are not yeah. sensitive. You <laughs> guys, you know, you, you guys not are not sure. sensitive to the goodness <laughs> right. of God, to the mercy of God, yeah. to the work of the Holy Spirit. You guys are just all about doctrine, and you treat mm-hmm. it like it's chemistry or physics or philosophy, right? You yeah. don't. You're not really connected to the heart of God. I'm like, that's a mischaracterization too. Mm-hmm. Yes. but that is, um, you know, something that we know about the Reformed tradition mm-hmm. that they have a very high reverence. For scripture and appreciation of theology, yeah. right? Yeah. It's where but we just take stereotypes exactly, and, we and we exaggerate them. Exactly, exaggerate
2: Exactly. So yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. But what you're what talking
1: doing. about you know you're uh, being in a Pentecostal tradition, yeah. and because of that, that yeah. in your early years you actually faked <laughs> 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 yeah. you actually faked right. yeah. speaking and, in tongues, and right?
2: The, and to be honest. A lot of people know this is not an uncommon thing. A lot of people No, it's not. It is not. Yes. But it wasn't until, like I was saying, like later, 19 and Master's Commission. I remember like seeing a service where like they had an altar call and people were coming up and they were getting fallen out and God was just touching them. And you can tell like the presence of God was there. Mm -hmm. But there was something in my mind was just kind of like. Nah, I just don't, I'm not. Okay, so I, I got to stop you because yeah.
1: you know something. Something about uh, sessions in life is we try not to use um, technical jargon, or okay. technical terms, yeah. and and what you use was not it. It wasn't technical, but it was specific to. A particular tradition, he said. You could tell. No, no, no. He said you could tell it. the presence of God yeah. was there. Oh, yeah. right. So my question. So, so now, so I have to be like Jeremy. What do you mean by that when you say like what that, does the, the what, what does the God presence of like? God look like? To where you like, you can tell. Man, it, you,
2: could tell you can it tell there. it wasn't fake. What does it feel okay. like? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's kind of just like you just know that like uh, it's kind of it's kind of like a just a know a knowing. Okay. It's kind of like you just walk in a situation, you know, like there, there's, there's something to there's this. Something. Right. It's not just like, it's not fake. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, um, so that just kind of, you can kind of tell that. And so I just had, you know, in my mind just thinking like, nah, I, I'm not really. And then I, I felt like I was saying, you need to go up there. So, and I went up there and the, the all I remember is just they didn't even touch me. I just remember just the, a hand was just kind of maybe like this far away and I just feel heat. And I just felt like I just got weak in my knees. Right. And I just couldn't stand up. And I fell down. And I remember trying to get up right away. Because I was like, no, nope, I'm not going to fall down. I'm not going to fall down. Right. And I fell down. And then I was like, nope, nope, I got to get up. Got to get up. And I just could not get up. I was wow. completely, like, my body was yeah. just, like, limp. Mm-hmm. And then I just felt like the Holy Spirit was just kind of just telling me, like, Yep, I see. I just proved it to you, like, that, you know, my not to be real, so, like, yes. yeah. Yeah. not to be such a skeptic. And so yeah. after that, I mean, I could speak in tongues. And, th- wow. and this is how, you know, like, I can speak in tongues. Because a lot of times when you fake it, you, you can't say it the same way every time. Right. So <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You're like, how did I say it the last time? <laughs> so I should have right. bought a Honda. Like, But when it's right. real, like, it's almost like riding a bike. You know, like you can pull it. You can, you don't forget it. It's just there. Now I, I, I'm like, I'm glad that I was able to experience that, Mm -hmm. but that's not what I'm living for when it comes to the Holy Spirit. I think that's important that let's not forget that what the Holy Spirit is there for us is not just the speaking of tongues. That's a great aspect of it. And it's great for building up you in the spirit and it's great to help you, but that's not I think we can limit to that's just all yeah. he's there for. Yeah. But, you know, so, something I
1: really appreciate about you, something I really appreciate about your experience is that, you know, you you admitted to a time mm. in your life where you faked it, mm. you know, where you faked speaking in tongues so to feel, you know, to belong, to yep. feel accepted. Um, but then, and because of that, because you know what, you know, you, you faked it, you know, like okay, no, 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 I'm not faking this, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. there was a time in your life where you faked it, and the mm-hmm. time where you can say, "No, I was not faking this." Yeah. Now, you know, like, so, so, you know, what this is, Jeremy sharing his personal experience. Yeah. Um, we we believe in the sovereignty of God, yes, right, and we believe that God works in different ways, all as He has made clear in Scripture, mm-hmm. right? But you can, I, I, you know, I'm like, you cannot discount another person's experience. Experience. And I'm not, you know, I'm not hearing you say anything, right, that is counting the scripture, but it's your experience. Someone, the person Mm -hmm. didn't even lay hands on you. They just came close. Yeah, You felt heat. Yeah, your, your your knees went weak. Yeah, you fell to the ground. Why did you try to get up? What you know? I, because I heard you, you said <laughs> I mean, you said I even tried to get up. So yeah. why, like, why did you try to get up? Well,
2: I think it was just more of a pride thing. Okay. B- because I was like, I'm not gonna fall down because but i think that was a guy had to do that for me and like right. and i think i had to experience it without a hand being touched on me for me to really believe that it was god That it was god right, right. because well, something
1: supernatural
2: yeah was exactly right. because i've had experiences before where i felt like it was kind of more trying to force yeah. with the hand pushing and i'm like you know like you're trying to like yeah. push forward like trying no don't up. yeah right. you're not right. pushing me down yeah and so like i I needed to experience that. So everybody's experience is different because that's what I love about God is like he meets you right where you are are, and he knows exactly what, what what things you have in your mind, like obstacles that you're like, no, I'm not going to trust you in this area because I I just don't believe. And so I think like it's awesome when God just meets you where you are Mm -hmm. and he shows up and he just tears down all those lies that you believe. And then it's to a point where you just can't, you can't dispute it. You just know it's God. Right. And so yeah. there's no explanation for it. It has to be God.
0: And so they, for the longest of time, I know that I had the question of how do I get it? How do I get it? Mm-hmm. right? And, you know, people would say, oh, you have to tear it. You got to do this, mm-hmm. do that. And, and the scripture clearly says that it's a gift, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Once you yeah. uh, once you're baptized and you accept Christ in your life, that it's a gift, and so, you know, the way that I came to really understand, like, what it was and how it's, it's meant to help you and that it, it would, it's a church word, quicken your mind, <laughs> right, uh, or bring something back to That's not a church
1: word. That's a King James word right, right there. Quicken. Yes, quicken. it is. Yeah. And so, <laughs> That's KJV right yeah. there. And so, or quick, you
0: know, or is it quickest? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there's a joke around here because I read King James when we read something. But uh, I no, I all forgot, of them are great. There's nothing that's wrong true. with that. There's nothing but wrong with it that. It just no. sounds poetic. Yes, but, it does. Uh, I agree. You know, that's how I came to understand like how mm-hmm. you um, get the spirit of God or the yeah. Holy Ghost, that sort of thing. That it's a gift, and um, you know, I think about it a lot of times is you know when you're newly saved. Yeah. There's only so much that you know, mm-hmm. right? And so as you learn and you build it, yeah, that. There's more that can yes, be uh, yeah. you can be reminded of to live by. Mm-hmm. There's more that can come Amen. to mind when you're witnessing and talking yes. to someone, mm-hmm. and that's a portion of how the spirit operates in your life. Amen.
2: That's the beauty of it too. Like, right? It, it's it's the journey, right? It's right. not. I think sometimes we look at it like we can't wait till we get to this point, or we can't wait till to get to heaven. Yeah. And yeah. it's like we're missing so much in the daily opportunities that we have to interact with the Holy spirit and yeah. interact, interact with God and him yeah. to show up in, in a powerful way in our yeah. lives. Well, however that may manifest itself, right. Yep. How, however that may show up. Yeah. Cause it may show up. It's never going to show up the same way every time. Right. But it's awesome how he does that differently for every single person. Right. So that's the thing, beauty about testimonies. Like you were saying, is yes. mm-hmm. like you see how God moved in someone's life and you can tell, like see them light up when they're talking about how god changed them and what he brought them out of it's like it's it's inspiring it's encouraging it it, it it's just almost like builds your faith up as well because you're like man if god can do that for them he can do it for me yeah
1: right and and you know how god shows up is not it's not that doesn't fall within my jurisdiction yeah right that's up to god that's exactly his sovereignty sometimes like today i got up this morning got on my porch and it was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. And I and immediately the thought that came to my mind was God you are so good. It was like you know it was like I was quickened yeah. to worship and praise. <laughs> I got him saying it. Right? Yeah, hey, just just <laughs> saying, bro. I, it's a great word. But <laughs> right? I was quickened to actually praise god and recognize Mm -hmm. wow this is just a beautiful day right Mm -hmm. and i and you know something i typically don't do i actually took a walk that morning yes this this Mm -hmm. morning just because of how nice it was and it was it wasn't just a walk i felt like you know was it was a prayer walk yeah right Mm -hmm. um but then there are times where you know god shows up in fellowship You know, with brothers. And then the times where he shows up in some really supernatural ways, I don't get to determine that. I can pray and ask for Mm -hmm. it, but I don't get to determine it. My my jurisdiction is being faithful, Mm -hmm. right? That's my jurisdiction, to love God, to love God's people, Mm -hmm. to try and faithfully exercise those spiritual disciplines, you know, Mm -hmm. being in prayer, being in the Word, um, you know, giving, giving. you know that 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 is what falls in my jurisdiction and even the the ability to do it is something that is typically initiated and yeah. empowered by that empowered by the holy spirit right? yeah. but i want to ask you something so you know so you have this encounter you know someone lays hands on you mm-hmm. they don't touch you but they, you know they lay hands on you you um you fall out Right. Yep. That's the term. Like he actually yeah. fell on the Holy Spirit. Slain in the Spirit. He, yes, he was slain <laughs> in the Spirit. Right. But so at that time, right, because we, you know, when mm-hmm. we talked earlier, at that time you believed that that was, that that was when you were baptized in the Holy yes. Spirit. Yep. You don't believe that anymore? No, no. Okay. And I think
2: that kind of just falls on just how I was brought up because that right. was just how it was communicated to me and how it was taught. But I think as I start studying it for myself, it, that's not what the Bible says at all. Okay. And it talks about in the Acts, it talks about that once you receive them and you, you repent and you be baptized, that you get the Holy Spirit. Spirit it's right. a gift. Yeah. So it's not like anything you have to do extra. And it's not just for you. It's from your children. It's for all people that God God calls calls, to him. Mm -hmm. So when you think of it like that, wow, that changed everything that I've been taught and what's been uh, told to me that it's something that you have to just expire after and search for and, and do all this extra stuff for him to just bless you with the touch, you know, I'm like, and that's just not (laughs) 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 really that's what we're doing is like, you're trying to strive and try to manifest all these uh, different things to hope that you get blessed with the, with the speaking of tongues.
1: Okay. So, so based on your understanding of scripture now, Mm -hmm. what do you think that experience was the experience you had at around 19 Mm -hmm. when, you know, you were slain or you fell on, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you know, I got to use the church link, you were (laughs) slain in the spirit or you (laughs) fell out in the Holy spirit, Right. Um, what was that? If, if that wasn't spirit baptism, what was that?
2: Mm-hmm. That was just a manifestation of, okay. a, of it. And I, I think really that was just God really just, just like putting me in my place okay. <laughs> and just showing me that like this is real and how dare you critique okay. like mm-hmm. like what, what I'm doing in other people's lives.
1: So you think, okay, so he was showing you that his power is real, mm-hmm. that the working of the Holy Spirit is real, mm-hmm. not so much spirit baptism yeah okay yeah so so when do you think so so when do you think you were spirit baptized when do you think you were baptized in the holy spirit then
2: at uh, the moment i got saved
1: yeah yeah okay was that um was there a marked experience or you just believe? no i i just believe because the bible says
2: yeah i just believe because what based on is you repent and you turn to god and
1: like he, and he'll he give you the holy yeah. spirit yeah. okay that's okay. what the
0: Bible yeah. says. Hey. Yep.
1: Yeah. No, I I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. No, um
2: Okay. But I so. will say like the Holy Spirit is the one that does the convicting. Amen. And so yeah. I always say like, it wasn't something that someone said, I mean, God may use other people. Right. See, I think that's the, the beauty of it is God would use people to plant seeds. Yeah. And yeah. just like how Paul was saying, like Apollos and, you know, me and him, we watered and, and yes. someone so, but like, we didn't yeah. bring like somebody else reaped the harvest, but it wasn't us doing it's the Holy spirit that did the convicting or they was doing just being obedient, obedient to what yeah. like them asked. So that's how I look at it is like God, ordained situations in my life through to get me to a point where I got to that place where I was like repented and came mm-hmm. to him. Okay. And
0: so in ministry it makes it a lot easier too mm-hmm. when you understand that you don't have that soul responsibility. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. it takes so to, much pressure. Trying to get off. somebody to jump over to be saved. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's
2: yeah. Uh, when I came under that understanding when I would be like uh prepping like for sermons and, and speaking and I realized that like it doesn't matter how great I preach or teach, like it's not it's not rested upon me to save people, and it's just like me just being obedient to like really just studying the word yes. and staying true to what it says and speaking it. Mm-hmm. It gave me such a freedom, like that I'm not worried about the outcome. Yeah. Yep. So like, if, if whether people get saved or not, like. The the what I find that I like find joy from is like this is this model that I live by and I heard it when I was in like high school and it was like live for the audience of one and so I think of that like growing up like I always was kind of pulled by like trying to get other people's approval or trying to get accepted but getting to that place where you know what like all I need to worry about is pleasing the audience of one and that's and that's Jesus that's That's right right. Um, and so and living for His applause above. All, all else. else, yeah. So, yeah. so that's where how I look at it with that, and so.
1: You know, on that note, I I can't think of a better way to close, right? Right. Than, than what you just did, you know, living for an audience one. But um, Jeremy, again, I just want to say to thank you so much for coming thank out thank you for
0: coming and thank you for
1: having that, me. You know, and guys, you know, I, th- I think you know one of the things that Josh and I really want from, especially this last episode, is that you just that you hear. The, the story of another brother and that it excites you, that it inspires you that it encourages that it encourages you and that it blesses you but that you also recognize that you es- especially that you recognize that God works in different ways and that we mm-hmm. should celebrate what he's doing in the life of each and every one of us. And absolutely that, um, you know that when you hear from another person's experience, if it's something that you haven't had that you pray and say God, you know, I want that in my life, you know. It may not, it may not be the exact same, but mm-hmm. I want, you know. Yes, I want to experience the power of your Holy Spirit. If I've not been water baptized, man, you know, hearing Jeremy's story, man, I, I now recognize that I do need to make that commitment to you, um, expressly through by undergoing baptism, you know, um, you know. So, so yeah. So I just, you know, I just. I mean, I was just so blessed just having Jeremy here and hearing hey, the story. A you know, great, just
2: really, really conversation. Thanks, bro. Thank for you. Appreciate
1: it. Um, on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to my brother here because he knows how to that to taste like no other.
0: If you're still here, <laughs> subscribe, share, like, and crush that like button.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And hey guys, um, thanks again for joining us. We pray that this has blessed you and that God keep you and just really bless and empower the rest of your week. And this
0: has been another Sessions on Life.
1: That's right.